Hello everyone, this is Tiffany here with Shining Light Ministries SLM, back in the new year to fellowship in John chapter 20. Stay tuned. Tiffany with Shining Light Ministries SLM. Let's devotion together. Stay tuned. Welcome back again. We are looking into John chapter 20 today in the beacon for new viewers or listeners. The beacon is SLM's devotional platform where we read one chapter of the Bible a day, allowing us to conquer the I don't know where to start when reading God's word and giving you a community to do it with at that. Now, let's make sure we are in a place where we can give God our full focus, however that looks like to you, the office, the car, kitchen table, prayer closet, bathroom, however the Holy Spirit and you link up together, okay? Let's welcome the helper in. Holy Spirit, you are welcome here. We need you. You breathe life into dead things. You are the breath in the living breathing word of God according to Hebrews 4 and 12. Holy Spirit, we cannot do this without you. We need you desperately. And yet you are a sweet gift given freely, freely to all who accept the one who bore it all for humanity. In his mighty name, Jesus, we pray. Amen. Amen and amen. Now let's open our Bibles or our Bible apps to John chapter 20. I will read it from the New Living Translation, of course. Whichever version you prefer is just fine. Again, this is John chapter 20. I'm going to read it from the New Living Translation. Early on Sunday morning, while it was still dark, Mary Magdalene came to the tomb and found that the stone had been rolled away from the entrance. She ran and found Simon Peter and the other disciple, the one whom Jesus loved. She said, They have taken the Lord's body out of the tomb, and we don't know where they have put him. Peter and the other disciple started out for the tomb. They were both running, but the other disciple outran Peter and reached the tomb first. He stooped and looked in and saw the linen wrappings lying there, but he didn't go in. Then Simon Peter arrived and went inside. He also noticed the linen wrappings lying there, while the cloth that had covered Jesus' head was folded up and lying apart from the other wrappings. Then the disciple, who had reached the tomb first, also went in, and he saw and believed. For until then, they hadn't understood the scriptures that said Jesus must rise from the dead. Then they went home. Mary was standing outside the tomb crying, and as she wept, she stooped and looked in. She saw two white-robed angels, one sitting at the head and the other at the foot of the place where the body of Jesus had been lying. Dear woman, why are you crying? The angel asked her. Because they have taken away my Lord, she replied, and I don't know where they have put him. She turned to leave and saw someone standing there. It was Jesus, but she didn't recognize him. Dear woman, 
Why are you crying? Jesus asked her, Who are you looking for? She thought he was the gardener. Sir, she said, if you have taken him away, tell me where you have put him and I will go and get him. Mary, Jesus said. So she turned to him and cried out, Rabboni, which is Hebrew for teacher. Don't cling to me, Jesus said, for I haven't yet ascended to the Father. But go find my brothers and tell them, I am ascending to my Father and your Father, to my God and your God. Mary Magdalene found the disciples and told them, I have seen the Lord. Then she gave them his message. That Sunday evening, the disciples were meeting behind locked doors because they were afraid of the Jewish leaders. Suddenly, Jesus was standing there among them. Peace be with you, he said. As he spoke, he showed them the wounds in his hands and his side. They were filled with joy when they saw the Lord. Again, he said, Peace be with you. As the Father has sent me, so I am sending you. Then he breathed on them and said, Receive the Holy Spirit. If you forgive anyone's sins, they are forgiven. If you do not forgive them, they are not forgiven. One of the twelve disciples, Thomas, nicknamed the twin, was not with the others when Jesus came. They told him, We have seen the Lord. But he replied, I won't believe it until I see the nail wounds in his hands, put my fingers into them, and place my hand into the wound in his side. Eight days later, the disciples were together again and this time Thomas was with them. The doors were locked, but suddenly, as before, Jesus was standing among them. Peace be with you, he said. Then he said to Thomas, Put your finger here, and look at my hands. Put your hand into the wound in my side. Don't be faithless any longer. Believe. My Lord and my God, Thomas explained. Then Jesus told him, You believe because you have seen me. Blessed are those who believe without seeing me. The disciples saw Jesus do many other miraculous signs in addition to the ones recorded in this book. But these are written so that you may continue to believe that Jesus is the Messiah, the Son of God, and that by believing in him, you will have life by the power of his name. And that was John chapter 20, and oh, how wonderful, how wonderful is the love of God that is so evident in his word. The word being Jesus Christ. I could just feel his love so very strongly while reading this chapter, uh, again, while uh, prepping for this devotional and reading it. Oh, I felt his love so strongly. And then reading it aloud again with you guys and fellowshipping with you all again, I could just feel his love and his presence so strongly while reading the beautiful word of God. And I pray that through the Holy Spirit that you felt his love as well. Well, let's get started on our torch lighters, okay? Look at verses uh, 5 and 7 again in John chapter 20. Look at those verses. Then I want you to go back to the story of Lazarus that's found in John chapter 11. 
compare this to uh, verses 43 through 44 in John 11. So John 20 verses 5 through 7 Compare it to John chapter 11, verses 43 through 44. Look at it. Explain how these two um, chapters, the, these verses and these two uh, separate chapters are the same. So explain their similarities. Then explain their differences. And then point out what Jesus was literally demonstrating before everyone's eyes in Lazarus' story. All right? And then one more thing. Focus on the significance of the removal of the grave's clothes. So remember Lazarus, his grave's clothes were removed. And Jesus, his grave clothes were removed separated and folded. Okay. Look at that. Write all those things down. One more time. Go to, um, John chapter 11 verses 43 and 44 and compare it to what we read just now in John 25 through seven. Look at those things. Explain how, uh, these two, uh, parallel and then explain their differences and what Jesus was literally demonstrating. Uh, through Lazarus' story about his own death. All right? After all of that, focus on John 20, verses 5 through 7 again, and look at the significance of the removal of the grave's clothes. Remember, both Lazarus uh, uh, had a removal of his grave clothes, and then you see it here with Jesus, how his grave clothes are gone, they're off of him, they're folded and separated, Okay? All right. And I'll, again, I'll put a, 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 a little disclaimer in there. I don't want anyone to feel overwhelmed by these torch lighters. All right. We are just pointing out some things that we read. We are trying to have them relate to our life and really get to know the Father through knowing his word. It does not mean that every answer will be in the word. We have to rely on the Holy Spirit. Do not feel overwhelmed. Take your time with these torch lighters. We are not trying to do a checkbox. You know, I answer the question, I move on. I want you to really understand how this applies to you and get personal with it. That's why you have to have the Holy Spirit. He makes it personal for you so that you can grow. You can grow as a person and apply God's word to your personal life, and then that trickles out into your community, okay? Take your time with these torch lighters. If you just need to do uh, one torch lighter a week, one torch lighter a month, however the Holy Spirit directs you, again, these are recorded. You can listen to it as many times as you need. Don't feel like you have to do it all in one sitting. Don't feel like you have to hurry up so that you can move on to the next chapter. Take your time, all right? I'll move along. Let's look at John chapter 20, verses 8 through 9, right? Both Peter and John walked closely with Jesus. They had a close relationship with Christ. You know, they both loved him very much. Yet they still struggled in their belief of Jesus being who he truly is. If Jesus' disciples struggled in understanding him, how does this relate to how others may misunderstand you 
in your walk and your love for the Savior. All right, you may also reference John chapter 15 verses 18 through 25 for this, if that helps you out. And again, answer this question, knowing this, does it bring you comfort or any encouragement knowing this? Okay, look at John chapter 28 through 9. Notice that Peter and John, they walked very closely with Jesus and they loved him very much. They did. They really loved Jesus. And they still struggled in their belief of Jesus being who he truly is, which is the son of God, right? And they struggled with how he was going to die and rise again and really understanding it. If Jesus' own disciples who walked with him, you know, who were his friends and loved him dearly, struggled and became his brothers after his death, excuse me, and struggled, but they struggled in understanding him. How does this relate to how others may misunderstand you and your walk and your love for the Savior as well? Again, if it helps you to go back and read John chapter 15 verses 18 through 25 as well for this, do it. And then you can also answer the question by knowing these things, by looking at this and looking at these disciples and their struggle and referencing John 15, 18 through 25, does it bring you any comfort or encouragement? All right. Does it bring you any comfort or encouragement in knowing that it is not you personally, that it is really because you have a true relationship with Christ, all right? That's a, a, that's a signal or that's an indication to you that you are really close to the Savior, all right? I'll move along. Why do you think, now we're in Torchlight at number three, why do you think that Jesus appeared to Mary first? Why do you think that Jesus appeared to Mary Magdalene first instead of, of someone else or one of his disciples? All right, write it down. Write why you think Jesus appeared to Mary first instead of one of his disciples. Afterwards, look for one other instance in the Bible. And this, you know, I'll reiterate in the kids programming, I'll call it Bible investigation. You know, I guess I'll have to either get another saying for us adults or we can just call it the same. Do a little Bible investigation. That means go to another part of the Bible uh, to help out with the answer. Okay. Look for one other instance in the Bible. It doesn't matter which one you pick. Just any other instance in the Bible that stands out to you. Again, it's good to be Holy Spirit led and usually he'll indicate, you know what, hey, go here. Oh, remember that story there. That's the Holy Spirit leading you, okay? Look for one other instance in the Bible where Jesus displays tenderness towards a woman. Write what that moment means to you and then tell how Jesus' actions are living examples on how women are to be treated and their importance to Jesus in the Bible. All right? Why do you think that Jesus appeared to Mary Magdalene instead of one of his disciples first? Go to the Bible, another part of the Bible, do some Bible investigation and look for one other instance in the Bible. Doesn't matter what that is for you. The Holy Spirit will make it personal to lead you in this. Where Jesus displays tenderness towards a woman. Write what that moment means to you. And tell how Jesus' actions are living examples of how women 
are to be reverenced and treated. <laughs> All right, let's move along. How does verse 22 in chapter 20 show you how much forgiveness is important to Jesus and Daddy God? All right. Look at John 20 and 22. Hey, 2022, look at that. Show how you, excuse me, show how much forgiveness is important to Jesus and Daddy God and write it down, okay? All right, this is our last torch lighter. Explain verse 29. All right, explain verse 29 in John chapter 20 and tell how it increases your faith. Look at verse 29 in John chapter 20. Excuse me, and excuse me. Look at verse 29 and John 20 and tell how, how this verse or explain how this verse increases your own faith. Okay. Well, that is going to conclude our torch lighters for today. That means it also concludes the beacon for today. And that means John chapter 21 will be next in the beacon. And guess what? That means we will have concluded all of John, the chapter of John. So we will be on a new chapter of the Bible after John 21. Okay. And what I want you all to do, because I want to know, I want to know what Bible chapter you all want to focus on next okay so again that concludes the beacon for today that means john chapter 21 will be next and that is going to conclude all of john right all 21 chapters of john so i want you all to leave it in the comments what chapter of the bible you want to focus on next okay all right well i am not going to leave of course well, I'm extending the offer of prayer. So if you would like prayer for anything and all, it does not matter what it is. You may also drop a comment in the comment section. Please pray for me and I will gladly lift you up there. And again, it allows us to connect as a community, lifting one another up and prayer, touching and agreeing because there's power in prayer, especially when we do it together. All right. If you would like to be more detailed or extended, you can feel free to email me at shininglightmen at outlook.com. Again, that's shininglightmen, M-I-N at outlook.com. And I'll be glad to lift you up there as well. <laughs> Did you know that SLM offers several ways to keep you connected? You can keep your connection with Shining Light Ministries on Facebook at Shining Light Men, M-I-N, that's the at symbol shining light men, M-I-N. You can like our page there and join Torches and Trumpets, our prayer warriors group. You can also follow us on Instagram with that same handle as well. For bonus content like definitions or biblical pronunciation and other little tips and tricks like that. Twitter is another connection option to follow Shining Light Ministries at Shining L Men. And for all of my YouTubers out there, you can reach us at Shining Light Ministries and better yet, Tiffany with Shining Light Ministries. And 
our prayer channel at Torches and Trumpets as well. You can like, subscribe, click the notification bell so you'll be notified anytime there's new postings. There you will see the garden, which is our teachings. We are on the study of Ezekiel. You can also listen to our reflections. That's beautiful poetry and other things like that. Testimonies and other chapters that we've gone over in the beacon as well. Okay. And that's not all. You can now enjoy our devotionals, The Beacon Via Podcast. That is absolutely right. Join Tiffany with Shining Light Ministries on Anchor, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, and more. You can go ahead and follow us on those platforms for notifications of new episodes. Again, John chapter 21 is next in the beacon, the last chapter of John. I'm so excited to find out what we are going to do next. So tune back in for that. And as always, be 